Hello and you're listening to the Talk of Three podcast. Unfortunately, we couldn't actually sit down this week and get one together. So we have a little treat for you. We're about to head out to our away day versus Galway. We're going to get a couple of fans on. So what we'll do is we'll interview them each one by one. You can have a listen and uh, we'll answer all questions that were asked this week, next week. Our first guest, we're joined by podcast regular Darren Noonan. Darren, how are you? I'm good and yourself, Jamie. Great, good Part stuff. Of the trip, no? Exactly, yeah. So... Darren, first of all, from the Blue Army point of view, how important it is? We have fifty-five seater today, almost fully, almost fully even. Sorry, how important for that? I suppose for one, the Blue Army, and two, the club, and three, the team. Yeah, well, look, it's been a while since we've been able to go on the road. I think um, we did express it a lot that the the leaving cert and the junior cert actually had an effect. Do you know what I mean? Because we do have a lot of young supporters who travel, which is good to see. So, look, fifty seater now going out today. Everyone behind the team, nice spin up to Galway. Shouldn't be too long to get up there and. Um, Look, after last Friday night, it wasn't pretty in the end. Look what we got there. We got the three points. So we had caused Galway problems before. So going up here today, you have to be hoping for the best, you know. Anything, a point even would be huge for us in Galway tonight. So, um, yeah, I'm fairly positive going up. Um, just hope we have a clean bit of health. I haven't heard much this week. So just hope everyone's ready to go and we have as strong a squad as possible heading up to Galway. Yeah, so last time we played Galway, we were 2 0 up last 3 2, and the last time we travelled up to Galway, I think there was only about 15 of us up there. We all travelled separately. Yeah, and it was a Monday night, wasn't it? It was a Monday night kickoff, yeah. and we should have probably nicked that game. Red had a great chance to uh, grab a, a draw for us, and then, like you said, if we had 10 minutes more, we probably would have won the game. Yeah. So, leading into today's game, how were how you feeling based off those two results? Um, look, the last one was heartbreaking, wasn't it? I mean, everyone that was at that game. I think if was, if we got over the line against Galway there and beaten them, it would have been it would have been great, and we probably should have. And we set back and avoided pressure. And to be fair to Galway, they picked us off. Um, they brought good players off the bench. They just had a stronger bench than us in the night. There's not a train regularly, so um, yeah, it was just disappointing the last day. But heading up, if you look at the t- over the two games, there hasn't been much between the two teams. So um, I'd be fairly optimistic enough we could get a result tonight. But they are in. They're in good form. They're up there at the top of the division with Cork, and it's it's nip and tuck up there. So they'll be wanting they want to have a, their next two games are very very big for them as well. So look, go cause problems, do it as best we can, and hopefully a positive result on the night. You spoke about the two top teams there, Galway and Cork. Is it almost down to style of play the reason the results we're getting? Like if you look at Cork, they probably play a bit more football. Mm-hmm. They get the ball on the deck, they try and move, and we've lost three nil, four nil, and three nil. I think in the mm-hmm. Munster senior. Galway, we've lost 2-1 in 3-2. Is that because of the style that Galway play kind of suit treaty? Because they do go quite direct. It suits the centre-backs to sit in and try yeah, and get the ball away. It, it would. It would. You know, um, we know what Clark feels about. We know his management style and that's it. Like He gets direct. He gets at you. So I think when we do play against the John Caulfield team, uh, to be fair, every time Tommy's kind of come up against John, it's been a close game. So he'll know what he's about. He'll know what Tommy's about as well, obviously. But... Um, Look, we have to be optimistic enough from what we've seen over the last two games against Galway. So, uh, anything at all results-wise for us to be a huge, huge bonus. Look, to be fair, Galway on paper should be putting us away handy enough. But, um, look, bring that underdog status, go up there, try to get the three points. And it would be massive going into Cork if we could get something on Monday for fans-wise as well. It would draw a few heads in the gate if we got a result there tonight, you know. And that's the big thing at the moment is getting people in the gate. It's been tough. So, look, credit over the last week or so, the club has pushed very, very well on social media. Um, the new lad that's come in, Keaton, has done a right good job as well with the videos and stuff. So, it's good to see a bit of a change there. So, we can look, we've, there's more room for improvement. But um, we're all here. We're all here to help and we're all here to push it as much as we can. And um, 
let's hope we can get a nice little attendance for a Monday night after a positive game today, you know? Yeah, and I suppose, look, you spoke something very important about the, the promotion of the club and, and the social media. Obviously, in our last podcast, we we spoke about it. I, I won't say we had a dig. Well, we did have a little bit of a dig about it. We yeah, And we had yeah, our yeah. thoughts with the club after it, and we, we, we everything seems to be sorted as such. But the change in a week, can that potentially bring in the new fans that are needed because speaking to some of the other board members it's a lot harder this year obviously there's no yeah. COVID supports yeah. their main like from the club's point of view okay we want to see fans in they want to see fans in Yeah. but they also just need to see money coming in as well you know that's it to, like it costs 500,000 let's, let's be honest as well results do play a part you know I know we were talking about the promotional side of it and YouTube and getting videos out and being good on social media it's a big plus of course it is there's probably 10 new faces out there that I haven't seen yet so if that 10 faces are new supporters, happy days, you know. Mm. Um, but look, it is. It's all about results. And as I said there, a result in Galway tonight would massively drag a few fans down to Marcus Field on Monday night for the Munster Derby. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking to promote as much as we can, get the word out there that the club is around, you know. That's basically the main thing. And we're here to help, obviously. We're here to help. And I, look, we did. We had a go on it the last day because we felt like the two weeks that we had was a chance to promote the club. And it didn't really get promoted as much as we'd like to see. That's why we had to go, but we had to go in a positive way. I think that's how it's been seen by everyone after after everything of last week. I think people now see that we want what's best for the club and they're willing to listen to us and we're going to push it as much as we can. Sure, even here on Monday night, we might as well break the news now. We have a promotional deal with Jerry O'Dea here in Jerry O'Dea's bar. Uh, between half five and half seven before kickoff, he's going to win three points for 10 euros. So any fan that can get in for that and support the bar before the game, That'd be a huge help as well. And fair play to like you know the um, small promotional things like that do help. He's sponsoring the club. He's sponsoring the game on Monday night as well. So all them things add up in the long run. You know for a club. Yeah, and and, and just before I let you go down, a special mention to Jerry. Like you said, he sponsors the club. He sponsors yeah. Monday night. He's doing that promotion. Mm-hmm. He's constantly pushing us to try and get buses going. He's looking to f- yeah. to give money towards to fill the buses. He's looking to try and give us. He gives us a couple of crates yeah. when we go. So. If there's anyone else that wanted to help Jerry, like you yeah, know, there course, is good yeah. good sponsors of the club, but we need more. Rob is looking for more, yeah. Rob is looking for more. It's the same kind of heads the whole time. So let's see if we could spread our wings around town, get more sponsorship in. Everything adds up at the end of the day. Look, it, it's probably a learning curve season for us in a way that everything was so success, successful after COVID last year that the club was going for the playoffs. We were getting big crowds. Everything was good. Everything was positive. Now we're seeing the flip side of it where we have to work hard to get fans in the gate. Exactly. But we can spread our rings around town. Everyone will push, everyone will help, and that's what we're aiming to do, you know? Last question, Darren. Obviously, look, it's, it, well, it's next week, the week after. We know there's going to be some potential outgoings. Well, there is going to be outgoings in the club. Mm-hmm. And Tommy said he will explain those outcoming, outgoings when they do happen. Yeah, and he always does. And so what kind are you are you more kind of optimistic like we were last season to bring lads in or are you fearful of who will leave and what will be left with not, not in a yeah. bad way but that would, might be trim yeah, you're always to. fearful but look as, as I said I think I said on the last podcast Tommy knows players around um, probably our best player this season has come from Newmarket you know with um, Callum McNamara I think he's been outstanding so if you could find another Callum or anything similar at all like that you know it would be great to see so look he'll know he'll look he'll shop around he'll get players that want to play League of Ireland want to improve themselves and want to play at the highest level. Look, unfortunately, where we are at the moment, we're going to have to let one or two go for their own reasons then as well as the club's reasons. But it's it's vital that we get a few players in, I reckon, then as well, just to make it stable. We still have good players in the squad for like a team that is running on the lowest budget in the league. We're overachieving again this season, if you ask me. So, look, 
let's hope we get a few players in, but it's obvious, look, fans are going to be worried when they hear about players outgoings, you know? 100%. Yeah. And if you were to pick one area to strengthen, what would it be? Uh, striker. Striker. Yeah. Perfect. Ideal. Sound right? Second guest up is Craig Dawson. Craig was on the show uh, maybe about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, talking about how the club can promote. Craig now has been added to the media team for the TikTok. They have Robert Brennan in a hand and fair play to two of them. The TikTok is now um, verified, as is the Twitter and Instagram. So the club is is on the up, I suppose, in that type of way. So, Craig, how are you keeping, first of all? Not too bad. Good, good. good. good stuff. Um, look, you joined the media team. How have you found it so far? Uh, it's interesting because you get to see the background of the club and what goes on and... It's just interesting as a fan, following senior football all my life, and now to be involved and give a hand, it's very good. So I'm happy to give a hand. Yeah, and I suppose for you, want, first of all, wanting to get involved, is it something, not that the club was doing wrong, but you felt you could add something and try and grow the club, because obviously as many volunteers we get, the better. Yeah, that's it, and I think the TikTok side, um, it's kind of more teenagers that would understand it more. So Robert Brennan, he listened to the podcast actually, so thank you, Jamie, for having me on. <laughs> Uh, he listened to the podcast, reached out to me on Instagram and said, if you want to give a hand, work away. And it took about two or three weeks to get in touch with Mike Horn. And it was easy as that to done. And no one just giving a hand. So. Happy days. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so, and look, to be fair, my dad self and Darren said it, um, just there a few minutes ago, the, the, the social media has really upped its game this week. So fair play to everyone. Jason, uh, yourself, Robert, Keelan, all the boys in the background, fair play to you. And... and, and, and uh, Let's hope it keeps going. So look, last Friday night, that lone big, big win because it was our first win, I think, in about seven or eight games. So massive to get three points. Very massive, yeah, because you have Wexford now we're creeping up. Um, and I think we got, there was uh, about 15 or 20 of us we got behind them vocally as well. So that was always good. We started very fast. And uh, fair play to the boys for making the effort. Exactly, and it doesn't have to be pretty as long as we got the three points. Exactly. Three points on the board are massive nowadays. Okay, looking ahead tonight, we just said there, there's, a, there's about a 55-seater 50 bus going up nearly full. Massive for, number one, the club to have that fans following them. Two, for the team to hear that support. So, what's your take on it? About tonight's game? Well, well about having, having nearly a 55-seater bus oh, going. It's massive, because the last time we've had, like, Cork and Cove, because it's the short trips that make it, you see, because people don't want to be on a bus for hours. But um, having a 55-seater bus going up, the Galway, who are top of the table, is it? Yeah. It's going to be massive, like, and there are, there are points to be taken, so it's just up to us to get behind the, the players and them to take it all in and go and play as best they can. Exactly, so going on to tonight's match, Galway, we were saying there again a minute ago, 3-2 uh, the last day after being 2 up and a 2-1 above there where we probably could have sneaked a point. Um, what's your take on tonight's game? There are, as I just said, there are points to be taken, like we shouldn't be going in here shadowing and... Whatever being the under, well, we are the underdogs, like, but go out and give it all. And I think a draw. A draw. A draw. And you'd be happy with a draw? Happy with a draw. Full time. Anything team. more? I'll be delighted over the moon. And I suppose a result here could spur a big crowd to get into the market field on Monday night. Exactly, because we have Galway and Cork in the space of three days, four days, and they're the two, they're top two. So if we get any kind of result tonight, it's going to be massive for us on Monday. Because if you get fans in, you get behind the team, a home support is always better than away support. So if we get behind them, the team tonight and Monday, bang, there you go. Yeah, and I actually spoke to Matt Keane during the week and Matt said he fully believes that they have the squad and the capability to beat both teams on their day, start well, which we probably didn't do against Cork the very first day. Um, the second day, obviously, look, it took until 60 minutes for them to break us down, yeah. scored three goals in within four minutes, so would you agree, I suppose, with Matt saying that we do have the capability to beat we those do, of course. We do, we like, we're hard to break down. But it's, as soon as we get broke down, then we are broken down completely. So it's just until they creep in. 
like if they go one nil down, don't put the heads on, just give it a lash, and then it's just like if you can see two or three goals in a few minutes, then obviously spirits are low, but the, the squad is there and the fans are there. Well, just about. <laughs> well, look. Again, a result pulls the fans in there on Monday night. Hopefully, continues on. Darren spoke about it. Um, Jerry is sponsoring the match on Monday. He's uh, doing a three for ten offer. He, sp- he sponsors the club every day. So look, I suppose for yourself, obviously being here as well, m- massive mention to Jerry and look a call for other places to get involved and try and, and, and support the club like he does. Exactly. Um, not many people do put their hand in their own pocket and help a club like that. So fair play to Jerry and hopefully that gets more people in here before games and fill out the stand as much as we can. Exactly. Uh, looking ahead to the transfer market, I suppose it's coming up the first week in July. By your reaction there, look, I said it to Darren, Tommy did say, say it to us that there would be a few outgoings. Um, we expect there to be incomings as well, be it junior led stepping up or whatever, and hopefully if the club can find the wiggle room to try and get a couple of players up, would you be more fearful or excited for this January or for this uh, July? Because obviously last year we were excited because we were like, okay, who are we going to add? Who, who's going to come in and, and help us push for these playoffs? Now, what, what are your thoughts now? Fearful. 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 I have a very bad feeling about this transfer market. But look, if if we do somehow get the money or whatever and get, get a few players in, it doesn't even have to be big money or big players. Anyone around local, there's a lot of good lads that can play a ball around local and even junior in other counties. So just get them all up. But I'm still fearful for the outcomes. I wake it up and just looking on Facebook or whatever and seeing it, no, it's not, it's not going to be for me. <laughs> okay, I suppose last question then, if you were to pick one area to improve for the transfer market, what area would it be and why? Um, midfield. I know we're, we're, we're strong, but just to have someone coming off the bench that can, or even even start, just to drive the team and then just link it all together because I think we're missing that kind of player who can link the midfield to the attack, the defence. Sean Max, sticky, yeah? <laughs> That's Perfect. exactly it. Thanks very much, Craig. No problem. Tapman. Uh, next up is James Gilbert. Uh, James, thanks for coming on. Firstly, you're a long-time follower of senior soccer in Limerick. Um, you followed it up and down the country, like you said, and, uh, and you had a go at the, the Cove stewards. You've said you've never seen anything like them the last time you were on away a day. So, uh, look, for yourself, Treaty being new and existent as such for the last two years, compared to what you've seen before, how have you rated the start, I suppose, in the two years that Treaty have made? Well, look, last year, Cove and all, first year, the men's team had a senior soccer team in the... In the Competing like, you know, and uh, when we came back, we done we done well. We, like, we had a good season. We got into the playoffs. We weren't really expected to. Everyone predicted us to finish bottom of the league at the start, and uh, we done well. Proved a lot of people wrong, and uh, the support was good when we came back. Everyone kind of jumped on the bandwagon. I think because the promotion train was there. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was getting behind it on Twitter and everything and social media. It was a good following. Everyone. Everyone was backing it behind the scenes when it was locked down, so when it came back, everyone kind of followed it. And then we got into the playoffs. Look, we gave it our best shot. We, we got beat down here. We gave a good account of ourselves up in UCD. And I thought it was a good, it was a good way to end the season, even though we didn't get more or we didn't get to the final or anything. It was a good way to end the season because it showed we, we had fight. This season, then we came back. We lost a few players, didn't we? Yeah, we, 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 we don't know much of the squad now, to be honest with you. Oh, sure, uh, you, lot, you, you look at Ty, to be fair, lads yeah. have stepped in, but you look at Ty Ryan, Anto O'Donnell, Sean McSweeney, and a lot more, but they were starters. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And like, Anto was injured the whole season, like, really. Yeah. And then Ty Ryan was gone, obviously, for a and like, he made a good account of himself down here. This season, 
it's been good in a way. Like we're still we're still in the playoffs, but we seem to be drawn too many games. I think we're not even losing that many games. We're just drawing a lot, and not starting is after pitch. There seems to be no one interested or anything. We just kind of fell off them now. Everything, but in terms of an overall look back on the start of the new this new thing in Limerick, it's been successful in its in its way. Like, do you know what I mean? It has been. Yeah, I suppose looking ahead to, to I suppose looking back at Friday night, a massive two one win. Very important to get a win, like you said, after picking up a few draws and defeats in a row. Yeah. I think it was six or seven games, if not eight, without a win. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was important to get a win, and we went two up early. We nearly threw it in the end, like you know, but they held on, and that shows something. Like you know, there's a bit of fight there, so it shows that they're they're able to hold on as well. Like you know, even though we didn't against Galway the last time, but. The shows are able to do it against the likes of Wexford. Was it Wexford you're playing? Oh, no, I don't know. Sorry, no. I don't know, yeah. So it shows we can hold on against those sides, like, you know, that, that's something because you're going to have to play those sides a few times every season, like, so it shows that we can do it against them. So. Exactly. And look, I suppose for I think everyone in the stands, there was just a huge sigh of relief, the full time whistle. Everybody let out a scream, and it just showed how big that result is in terms of the playoffs this year. Yeah, and the players knew it as well, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Players did not like coming off the pitch. I think they were even a bit excited, and it's good. Like you know, it looks good now that we're we're fifth, aren't we? We're fifth, three fifth points ahead of Wexford. Yeah, I was looking to tell you, three points ahead of them. And who would I play tonight? Longford. Longford, yeah. Back Longford, so. Looking ahead to tonight's game, we've lost the Galway twice this season. We lost three two at home after being two 0 up, and we lost two one above, where we probably should have got an equaliser. I said, as I said before, there to the boys, so. How would you kind of see this game going tonight? This game going, I think, I said it outside, look, there's 50 of us travelling up. There's obviously something there. We obviously, there's, there wouldn't be 50 of us going up if we didn't think that was going to happen, like, you know what I mean? There's obviously something we can hope about, like, you know? Galway are top of the league. And, uh, no, I think there's obviously a chance we get a result. No one's expecting it, like, but we'll go up there and we'll hope and we'll see what happens. And do you think that kind of suits us? Like, after, like you said, after last season, nobody expected anything of us. We came back this season and then suddenly a lot of people said, oh, they'll be in the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah. Do you think now coming back to this, not, I suppose not reality, but we're still in the playoffs, but people are kind of kind of turning their eye on us a tiny bit, which would suit the team and suit Tommy to, to go out and play? Um, yeah, no, that's it. Like, you know, we're not expecting tonight. I think that suits us because I think we'll sit, we'll sit deeper naturally like then, like, you know what I mean? So I think that suited us a lot last season. And uh, hopefully we... Um, just kick on and see what we can do with it. I mean, hopefully we score a goal or something. Let's you know, see what happens then. Yeah, and exactly. And we spoke. You just see, said, if we got score early, it gives us something to hold on to. Let's you know exactly, what I mean. Yeah. That, that means it's not so. If they go out early and try to get one, let's you know. Yeah, and and you spoke there about the fifty fans that are, are travelling up or circa fifty fans. For yourself, do you think a result tonight draws maybe ninety percent of those back on Monday? I know it's Monday night, but to play Cork at home and and, and hopefully get a buzz again in, in the maybe field. not on Monday night because it's a Monday night, but I think it'll draw. It, there's definitely people that come back because there'll be a buzz there. Like, you know, we all know like, that's how it starts. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So hopefully, you know this. There is if we get a result or something positive. Like even if we play well, like you know, if we play well, we score a goal or something. Like everyone's gonna get behind it. Like, you know what I mean? People will come for things. Like I think if we make it good night on the pitch and a good night after pitch, people will. People will be more likely going to return late, you know what I mean? Galway's always been a close game as well. Galway's always been a close game. Good spot, yeah, that's the name, yeah. And I suppose, look, last question, looking ahead to the transfer market, we, we kind of know there's going to be a lot of outgoings, and, and, and look, we have to prepare ourselves for that, but if there was an area in the team that you'd like to strengthen right now, what would it be? 
I think we need a right back. It's going to be hard to replace Charlie Fleming, like, but we need a right back, like, because we don't really have one at the moment. Jack Lynch is filling in there, and like, he scored a class goal in the way. Looking at the replay, I don't know if he meant it, like, but uh, kind of shanked it, I think. So it's that bitter now. Oh, he won't like that. One the floor, one the floor, it's that bitter now. But uh, no, look. Look, we need a right back. Try get, try get one of them in. You ran about a fella from Cove last day. Some Richardson, was it? Yeah. Ben O'Riordan, yeah. Ben O'Riordan, yeah, that was it. Um, Stephen Henderson says he's good, like, that's good enough for anyone. And with Cove, I suppose, looking for a new manager now, and I've, I've heard rumours, and I hope rumours of, of who the manager is, is supposed to be true, but maybe Ben might see, see fit to come up to Tommy and then hopefully give us a go at right back. Might. No, might see fit to come up. <laughs> ben White, no. <laughs> Okay. But, uh, yeah, look at anything like that. I think. Who's rumours? Something like him. Mm-hmm. And I think if we could get someone a bit more creative in the middle, maybe, do you know what I mean? Someone. Sean McSweeney. Yeah, someone like that. He's not playing at all for sure, is he? No, he hasn't played this season. In fact, I'm known. I'll play him. Perfect. Sure, he'll play as well. Thanks very much, Chips. No, no, no. Our last guest this evening is Aaron Brosnan. Aaron, how are you? Hi, right, John. Thanks. Great. Thanks for coming on. Uh, first time on the Talk History podcast. Um, look, I suppose the main thing for you, look, you're, you're the chairman of the Blue Army this year. The main thing for you, I suppose, is looking at the 50 faces or nearly 50 faces outside and having them travelling up to Galway with us. Yeah, look, all I want is people to come and join in the growth like, you know. Like, last thing I want is small numbers, can't make an atmosphere. Like, 50 people in the bus should make a good noise like, up there, like, you know. But hopefully now we can push on and get more numbers going, get a positive result tonight, like, hopefully. Yeah, I suppose look, looking back at last Friday night, a much-needed win for the team and I suppose a much-needed win for everyone involved because we went so long without a win. Like you could see it in the players' face after the game that they were buzzing for it. Do what they wanted, like, running with draws, like, draws not good enough, especially when we're kind of chasing the pass at the moment. Like. But our next two fixtures are tough enough. Like, even get a point over the next two, they'll be happy going to the next round then after that. So fingers crossed we get a result tonight against them. If not, on to Cork and hopefully beat him. Yeah, 100%. I suppose looking ahead to tonight's game, Aaron, going to be a tough one. I said last twice already to them in close games. How would you see tonight going? Like our last two games against them, we were running close. Like obviously, we went 2 0 up and ended up losing the last 15 minutes. Like even when we went up there, second half, not a great performance, got to go back and we're looking at even get a draw against them. So I have to go tonight, play well, see what happens. Like we never know, it's football. Exactly, exactly. I suppose, again, Getting fans into the market field on Monday night, do you think a result, some sort of result, and a bit of buzz, obviously, if we create an atmosphere in the stands, will drag maybe 90% of those back out on Monday night for the Cork game? Oh, 100%, yeah. Like, if we go on and run the results, we will get the wins. Like, they're going to bring the crowds in through the turnstiles. Like. Like, if we're getting results that we're losing non-stop, like, you know, people aren't going to come. It's just going to be the people who are there every single week who are dire supporters that we show up. You know, like, Limerick is, you know, yourself, like, results don't go your way, fans won't show up, like. This is it, this is it. And I suppose I asked James there last time, um, you're a long time follower of senior soccer in Limerick. How would you, I suppose, sum up treaties to your existence compared to what you've known before? To be fair, at the moment, it's a close group. Like, they're kind of interacting with us more than previous clubs have. Um, like, obviously, they're for the fans. Like, Mike and all them came to match with us at Limerick. They know us, we know them, we know what they're about, they just want football in Limerick City. Joe, there's no drama with them or nothing like that, like, you know. That best, yeah. Yeah, perfect, ideal. And going forward, I suppose, if you could, if you want to do it from here to the end of the season, probably a bit too short, but starting next year even, what would you like to see maybe change to try and take 3 to the next level, both 
on and off the pitch. Yeah, just look around local talent. You know, try not and try and invest people from Dublin and Cork and all that. Like, try and go around the junior league and see if there's any players there you can bring in. Even if they're 17, 18, 19 years of age, like youth, youth's more important. Try and build on from there. See what happens. Even get a good finish through the door. Sell them on for good money, then you can invest. Yeah, and I suppose looking ahead to the transfer market starting in a couple of weeks, there's going to be outgoings, there's going to be incomings. Would you be more excited or fearful for, for July 1st? Fearful, 100%. Like we've, we do have good players there, like, and there's obviously going to be clubs knocking the door for But um, especially with kind of our budget and everything like that, and kind of afraid because who we bring in, but they're not going to be up to standard that we're going to lose. Like. But look, regardless, we're, like, we're still going to be there supporting the team, 100%. Yeah, and, and, and look, I suppose because it's a mid season and you'd like to see maybe some sort of a fee attached to a player leaving. I'm not sure if that works. They might have to, treat him, might have to release him to allow him to sign elsewhere. But I suppose you'd love to see, like you saw Shiny McSweeney, Ty Groin, um, who else left last year? I suppose Anto left through injury. There was a couple of others that left and went to other clubs. Clyde as well, yeah, that all left. I suppose if you could get a small, even if even if it's a thousand, whatever you can get from, to try and push the club more and invest better, you'd prefer that to see him leave free at the end of the season if that could oh, work like that. Yeah, like even that money can be used for, for facilities if it like more training game, more training standard, like you know. It doesn't have to be the first team players, like it'd be all around the facilities in the area, Macclesfield even like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. look, even if you get loan signings and free signings in, no matter what, we just wanted the club to move on forward. Exactly. The playoffs, like, you know? And if you were to pick a position to strengthen in the transfer market, what would it be? At the moment I'd say midfield. I think defence, goalkeeping and strike were kind of solid enough. Just maybe a winger or a midfielder, kind of that more kind of creative player is what we need. Sean McSweeney. McSweeney, yeah. Good number ten in the I think out of the, the five or six people we've had on three have said McSweeney straight away, so yeah. 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 The striker slash number 10. <laughs> and he's getting no game time, but Michelle's like, so. Exactly, yeah. Thank you for listening. I'll pay a <laughs> I don't think he's listening somehow. <laughs> I don't know he's listening. Perfect, Aaron. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks, Sean.